Dog goes woof, cat goes meow, bird go tweet, and mouse go squeak, cow go moo, frog goes croak, and the elephant says toot, ducks say quack, and fish go blub, and the seal says ow, 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 but there's one sound that no one knows. It's endgame time! We're in the endgame now. Oh, oh, come on! <laughs> you are kidding me. Oh, what? This is horrific. Hello everyone and welcome to Well Good Movies, the Endgame Animal Special. Yes, once again, I've taken the reins as host of this show and I'm bringing you nothing but some of the spiciest animal-themed endgames. So indeed, I'm your host for today, Craig McDonald. And for our guests joining us in the Zoom call today, they'll note that I'm dressed as a dog because the philosophy I have is if you cannot beat the dancing dog, become the dancing dog. So... What kind of fiendish things will I put my guests through today? Who knows? Only I. And my loyal ever assistant, always on the tech, so something's bound to go wrong eventually. Please welcome my co-host for today, David Osger. Hello, hello. And uh, yes, thanks for prepping people on that for when you uh, have a go at me. No (laughs) problem. And also thank you for, you know, following the dress code of just wearing a t-shirt. Well, you know, you've got to support the cause here, haven't you? I've got... There was, you know, plenty of, like, RSPCA clothing on there, but there was, like, hoodies and everything. I was like, I, I don't want to get, like, too hot and bothered during this recording. So, yeah, keep it simple. You know nice I'm t-shirt. in a dog onesie, right? Like, <laughs> so, with us today are six guests. No one knows who they're going to be teamed up with yet. So, this is the first time in which we'll be doing this. So, in Blitz fashion, and David, I want you on the applause button for this. Mm-hmm. Please welcome Katie Smith-Wong! Hello! Laura Filmer. Hi. Johan Schapol. Howdy. Ed Mason. Hello. Liv McIndoe. Hello. And Jamie Mulligan. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Very glad to have you all. How are you? And nobody answers. What an excellent start for our <laughs> audio podcast. Superb. Absolutely superb. This is how audio it's meetings work. Horrible. It's snowing outside and it's cold and it's late so you know i'm kind of snuggled in for the night festive is the way we'll describe festive i just missed an opportunity to go hello there when i was introduced so uh well i mean there's going to be plenty of opportunities for uh any and all exploits you necessarily want to bring uh for us today so how how are we feeling about the prospect of these end games Uh... i guess we'll see won't we Yes. Every single time I come on this podcast, I think I know lots about films. I've watched a lot of films. And then I've realised that there are lots of films in the world, but I've barely watched any of them. So, you know. Maybe my advantage is that I know I know nothing about films, as Craig will know from the time he was at a film quiz with me. <laughs> but, I mean, we, we didn't do that bad. We, like, we beat yeah, one I didn't team. answer a single question. <laughs> you were just there. <laughs> You're going to make us all feel dumb, aren't you? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Embarrassed, potentially, not dumb. 
it's more for the entertainment value. And also, I think, as we'll be reminding everyone a lot throughout this episode, this is also the first time we're doing this, not only for my sense of, like, sadist enjoyment, but also for a good cause. So now we've met the competitors, it's time to meet the rules of the game. You will play a series of five individual games uh, within the teams that we have, and each individual rule set will be explained to you before the game. The winning team of each round will gain three points, uh, second will get two, and third will get one. We've called it last, but it's third, but it's last, mm. so... What's Thanks. important to note is that the individual points that you gain from a single game, so for example, say it's like a game out of 10 uh, and you score 10, you don't get 10 points towards your team bonus. That's only just for winning. So the points that matter for you insofar as winning this end game are the team points. So the three, the two, and the one. The team at the end of this with the highest score will be the winner. And of course, we've alluded to this, but the winner will have the opportunity to spin our wheel of the uh, wheel of the side stack, where various films that would have been suggested by our guests but weren't given that opportunity uh, are added to this wheel, and so you have the opportunity to spin that and decide what it is we talk about next. These are the teams that I would like to see. So, in Team One, we are going to have Katie and Johan. Woo! Team Two. We will have Laura and Jamie. And in team three, we will have Ed and Liv. Ed, 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 Ed. <laughs> I think that's probably the best way of, uh, of mixing the talent, uh, the talent pool uh, that we have in front of us. So we will now open the Zoom breakout room. The number that we've given you is the room that we would like you to join. So team one, go to room one and so on and so forth. Uh, as... You guys are deliberating on your team names. We have some information that we'd like to part on to our guests. So good luck, everyone. Uh, see you very soon. This year is a very special end game special in which we are not only entertaining our listeners and our guests, but also highlighting an important cause and raising some money in the process. As animal lovers ourselves, Craig even owns, you know, a, a small holding surrounded by almost everything bar cows, pigs and sheep. And uh, many of our previous guests have owned a variety of animals and some have even appeared on the podcast recordings with uh, cats turning off laptops and dogs coming in for fusses you know we, we love to see it so we wanted to show our love for animals throughout the uk especially those who you know need help who need healing who just need a home so we've set ourselves a ambitious target of 250 pounds to raise for the rspca throughout this entire month of december so obviously we're recording now at the beginning of december we have already started collecting money and uh, sharing it all on our socials and i am happy to say we've already hit 100 pounds so thank you thank you thank you so much to everyone who's already donated and shared and spread all the word it's been much appreciated hopefully by the end of the month we can get as close to that target as possible and uh, yeah really help you know a, a worthy cause if anybody doesn't know the royal society for the prevention of cruelty to animals is the rspca it's the world's oldest and largest animal welfare charity with the primary focus of rescuing rehabilitating and rehoming or releasing animals across england and wales so yeah we'll be encouraging uh, donations throughout the episode and uh, we'll continue to uh, raise money into the new year 
if everything is going well. So uh, yeah, please do make your way to www.justgiving.com slash page slash wellgoodmovies. Or if you go onto any of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at wellgoodmovies, uh, or our website, freshtakehub.com. You can find out more information there, or you can find the link. It'll always be like in our bio or like a pinned post at the top. It'll take you straight to that place you need to go to donate money. And uh, yeah, everything is much appreciated. Anything you can give, smallest of donations, or even if it's just spreading the word and sharing our page. Yeah. And this episode is essentially uh, a preemptive thank you for all of you for donating towards our cause. As much as we enjoy doing these episodes, this is something that we've put significantly more work into insofar as the time frame to which we've been focusing on doing this, as well as the degree to which we've been focusing on getting the word out there with charity. This is something that we do genuinely care about, but also we we just want to thank everyone who is able to fa- uh, to help out for this cause. So we've got the first team back, so this is already a good start. I think that probably means that we should uh, call time on the others. Mm-hmm. So how did you find your little chat? Obviously, don't reveal anything about your team uh, your team name yet. But uh, how do you uh, how are you feeling? Yeah. Confident. Yeah, yeah. I think we're wavelength wise. I think we're going to complement each other. Yeah. Wonderful. Definitely. And now mm-hmm. we've got everyone else returning. So how is everyone else feeling now that they know uh, who they're going to be working with? I'm so confident. We are so winning so easily now. So good. Dude, chill. <laughs> this is why you're winning because you're there to be like, all right, keep, keep simmer down, simmer down. I'm, I'm sorry. He's excited. He's excited. I'm so. excited. This is very much like in, in enthusiastic pet and homeowner just running after them. Okay, wonderful. So obviously uh, we'd like to hear the team names. So I think we'll start with the ones who are probably the most eager. So Jamie and Laura, you came back first. So what is your team name for today? Jamie, I'll let you announce it. Oh, well, thank you for the opportunity. Um, so because I'm wearing a llama jumper, we've gone for the Emperor's New Groove. Nice. Groovy. Excellent. So in terms of team name number two, let's go for uh, Katie and Johan. Well, uh, this was inspired recently because I saw a trailer for a movie, which I think is the best movie ever made without even it being happening. It's called Cocaine Bear. And so we're now officially the Cocaine Cubs and we even have a mascot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it's getting competitive. It's getting competitive. Love it. I think this is the first team name we've had, which is essentially a friend like a team franchise. Yeah. (laughs) It's just made me realize we don't have Swiss Lodge here. He's just cheering on from afar. No, he's, uh, uh, we released him back into the, I'm joking. He's he's, (laughs) he's snowed in. (laughs) He he is actually snowed in, in, uh, in Cardiff. Uh, excellent. Finally, we have the team of Ed and Liv. Uh, so we couldn't help notice that you're wearing a dog onesie, Craig. Yep. And so our, our team name is Who Let the Craig Out? Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wonderful. So we have the Emperor's New Groove, the Cocaine Cubs, and Who Let the Craig Out? Woof, 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 woof. This is going to be another one where we're, I have to say the entire team name, very much like uh, our old friends of uh, Floracus and Hill yeah. and all of their various enterprise. If you try and shorten my team name, Craig, I, I will pretend I don't understand who you're talking about and make yeah, sure you say enough. the whole thing. Fair enough. That's, uh, <laughs> that, I mean, that could come back to bite you, no pun intended. So, David, which team name are you feeling the spirit of? Well, I think they all have their their specialties. I think, obviously, you know, the, the llamas, it's nice that we've got the jumper link and it's a favourite film of mine. 
Um, it's always nice to have the kind of personal touch with the Craig one. And I'm not giving it because they got a mascot, but I think just the twist with the cocaine cubs, it's, it's like a sports team. I like it. I can imagine the jerseys already. So, yeah, you got my vote. <laughs> Yeah, um, I have I have to agree. I think there's a degree to which I love the fact that it 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 feels like a pure team, uh, which I mean not pure like cocaine. I mean pure as in or, may, or maybe it is pure like cocaine. Okay, so the bonus point for the cocaine Cubs. Congratulations! Yay. Told you, I told you we're gonna win. Um. <laughs> He's fired up. It's Ready on cocaine. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> on the cubs <laughs> before we move on to the official uh, official game uh one thing we'll be introducing uh throughout the episode to add a little bit more character so you all get to know each other before the end of the end of the recording we have fun facts about everyone so mm. oh, the God. first fun facts david we found my wikipedia page <laughs> maybe let's have uh one of the uh cocaine cubs so we have an idea of uh where the cocaine obsession comes from <laughs> Well, this is, again, mainly stuff that we've had from our previous uh, end games. So, uh, as we mentioned earlier with Johan, uh, he has tackled time frames of zombie apocalypses to varying success uh, till he came out on top on that uh, previous game. He was exactly right in his calculation that eight years took place since the start of the zombie pop. Uh, the zombie apocalypse in the film Warm Bodies. So mm. that was a, a highlight of that episode. And uh, sound bites from your endgame, Johan, which are some of the most expressive, as we, you know, I'm <laughs> sure people are already not surprised, include eh, eh, ooh, ooh, wow, nerds. That is a stumper already. Ooh, that's Trixie. And oh my God, I just recently saw this. How can I forget? <laughs> So there's yeah. some of your highlights. <laughs> will, we hear, will we hear some of those uh, noises in, in this one? Very obviously, yes. You'll be hearing every ooh and ah <laughs> under the sun. Well, I think it's good that we get on the idea of lines and completing those lines because let's move on to our first game, which is we finish each other's animal special. Ooh. So the rules of the game are as follows. We have some great quotes involving animals or characters named after animals, as well as their interactions throughout the film. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to play you the beginning. Uh, so the beginning of like a uh, of like an interaction between co two characters. And we want you to write the line which is coming next. So we'll tell you what film it is. We'll give you a little bit of inf uh, information about the scenario, but we just want the line or the sort of words that comes next. Okay, so the way this will happen is this. You're all playing independently, but still in mm. teams. The way this happens is you'll send your messages privately to David on Zoom. So that, that way we can just ensure that nobody's cheating. Nobody's like, oh yeah, that's the right answer. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally had that answer. The idea is you won't confer during this round. But mm -hmm. if one of you gets the answer right, you get a point for your team. But if both of you happen to get it right, your team gets three points. Okay, so there's a little incentive to hopefully do well. Because a few of our answers have like a special performance quirk to them. If mm -hmm. you are willing to try and perform the line in the way in which it's performed in the film, we will be giving a bonus point to the team that has the person who we think is the best performance. This mm. is a completely optional bonus point. Um, if, you've, if you, you know, 
like dignity, you're happy to hold on to that. Uh, if you care about victory, we encourage you to go for it. We'll start very much in the realm of animal to human transition or human to animal transition as we go to Rise of the Planet of the Apes, where our main character Caesar has a particular response to a very classic line in the franchise. Take your stinking paw off me, you damn dirty ape! So what does Caesar say in return? Okay, excellent. So, I think we'll go in reverse order. So, Johan. I'm doing this as a full guess because I haven't actually seen these movies. So I'm going on assumption I wrote down the phrase dirty human as a response, maybe. So that's what I think it is. So Okay. Jamie, what did you go for? Completely mind blank. I just said have a banana. <laughs> <laughs> is that also with a copley accent as well? Go on. Hey, have a banana. <laughs> is it a Del Monte advert? <laughs> Interesting. Liv, what did you go for? Well, I have figured he responded with something, so I've gone with thing. Okay. <laughs> For those at home, the look on Ed's face already is uh, of what I can only describe as early defeat. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this what Dario Green felt like on Taskmaster? Hey, I'm not here to win. I'm here to come second. <laughs> it's okay. about fun. <laughs> so I'll happily, I say happily, at this point... I think it's worth saying, considering that's one member from each team, are any of teams getting three points? However, one team member from every team is still remaining. Katie, what does he say? As memory serves, that was the first time Caesar spoke. So he just said, no. Laura. Sorry, I'm still laughing off. <laughs> <laughs> Eight years, but if I can remember right, he literally just says no. And finally, Ed. I have also gone for no. Okay, and I can happily say that you are all. He does indeed say. No. A very growling no. <laughs> and with that, no performance bonus for this round. Next up. We take a trip to Muppets Treasure Island, where we witness a very special reunion between two characters played by probably the greatest celebrity couple in the world with a very tumultuous on-off relationship of Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. So what does she say next? Okay, so Katie, what have you gone for? I have to admit, I've not seen this film, so I just kind of... Who gasped? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I pass no judgment on this show. <laughs> so I just kind of like, I thought, thinking of what Miss Piggy would say. Oh, she's like, oh, my love. That kind of, kind of thing. <laughs> okay, so we've gone for my love. Ed, what did you go for? I have absolutely no idea. So I just went for the reverse of the last one with yes. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. Laura, what did you go for? I haven't seen this film in about a year. 
And literally the one thing that Miss Piggy always goes is pyramid, like in her little like voice. So I just put pyramid. Liv, what did you go for? Um, I've never really ever watched anything Muppets related. So I just went with, I can't believe it's you. Have you had Botox? (laughs) (laughs) I'll now take away the gas for Katie and now give it to you of... (gasps) (laughs) I I looked at you the moment that she said, I haven't watched anything Muppets. And you sort of went, yeah, all right. (laughs) Okay, so we have two answers left. So we sort of went through all the sort of nice answers. Now there's definitely a tonal shift where I think we'll start with Jamie. I, I really thought she slaps him or smacks him. Okay. And finally, Johan? Well, Miss Piggy's famous for doing a very particular karate chop and goes, <laughs> and just smacks him across. So I think that's what happens. So let's see who wins out, love or violence? So that is very, very much for (laughs) Johan, a... Old girlfriend. (laughs) That is a correct answer. And because of the exact performance of the Karate Chop, you get the performance bonus point for that round. Woo! I do, however, want to say I am willing to also give a point to Jamie for Smacks Him because I think it's basically close. Botox, unfortunately, does not cut it, so... (laughs) Okay. So now we go from the realms of the literary, insofar as traditional novels, to the adaptations of comics, where we go to Captain America Civil War, where there are two animal-themed characters who have a uh, unique interaction at an airport whilst in a fight scene. So we join Hawkeye and Black Panther. We haven't met yet. I'm glad. So how does Black Panther respond? Nice little dab there from Laura. (laughs) (laughs) No one look in the chat. So for what it's worth, Liv, no one did look in the chat. (laughs) So let's start with the answers which definitely came in after Liv. So we'll start with Jamie. Uh, Your ass is mine. Johan? I went with something like, nice shot before he does something. I can't remember that exact interaction. Okay, and finally, Ed? I just went with, you know, who is an American okay. trying to you know, act like, you know, people should know him. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Oh, poor Hawkeye. So I think we'll now go to, uh, I think we'll now go to the other set of answers because they're all the same. Uh, Liv, would you like to say what uh, the answer for Laura, Katie and yourself is, given that you basically gave it to everyone in the first place? <laughs> I don't care. So is the answer, I don't care, your ass is mine, nice shot or who? We haven't met yet. I'm glad. I don't care. It is indeed, I don't care. So that's one Mm. point to every team. Next up, let's have a little James Bond. James Bond is obviously known for very sort of weird, punny named characters. And I think there's one that 
fits the bill of the animal name. So let's look at the first time that our uh, protagonist meets Pussy Galore. Who are you? My name is Pussy Galore. How does he respond? Am I allowed to be crude or are we keeping this family friendly-ish? I mean, we, we literally said like, yeah, it, 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 submit we whatever you galore, want. so. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm assuming given that we're waiting on Laura's answer is going to be something pretty interesting. No, I'm not taking that risk. <laughs> I'll keep it clean. Okay. So let's start with uh, the ultra clean response from Laura. I literally just put, so you like cats? Interesting. Uh, Ed? So I tried to invent a crude response. I just went, pussy some more. Wow. <laughs> maybe maybe he misheard her. Maybe he thought that was her name. Wow. Okay. And um, Liv, what did you go for? I know for a fact it's not this, but I just went, well, pussy, my name is Bond, James Bond. Yeah, because to be fair, I think that would be the sort of dickish thing we do on this podcast. Just give you like a really, really sort of simple response. You would. Next up, we have Johan. Um, I think it says, uh, indeed you are. <laughs> which is actually quite nice. It leads into uh, Jamie's answer, which is... You certainly are. And finally, we have Katie. He says, I must be dreaming. Which of those, if any, is the correct answer? Who are you? My name is Pussy Galore. So that's another point for the cocaine cubs. And finally, for this round, let's take a trip back into the comic book universe, but significantly older. As we visit the first class, where very much we meet Charles Xavier and uh, Eric... What? 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 Lencher. Lencher? Yeah. That's his name? Mm -hmm. Jesus, okay. Okay, fine. We meet uh, Professor X and Magneto... Uh, with much cooler names than the ones I just heard, uh, recruiting. And they happen to go into a bar to recruit a particular favourite character in the X-Men. How does that interaction go? Excuse me, I'm Eric Lentra. Charles Xavier. So, what is Wolverine's response? Okay. So, sort of a, uh, so sort of like uh, preempted in the last round, this is definitely where we are allowing swearing, because to a certain extent, all of you have sworn. I will start with Liv, because you've gone for non-verbal swearing. Yeah, I could have sworn it was swearing in the film, but also then my mind was like, wait, but this is Marvel? Marvel? So I assume he just put up his middle finger or something. I do not remember that film. <laughs> okay. And now let's go through the entire variety of uh, of frankly, fuck responses that we got from people. Ed. Piss off. Johan. Fuck you. Laura. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. Katie. Go fuck yourselves. And Jamie. Fuck off. Interesting. So let's play this. What's the response? Excuse me, I'm Eric Lentra. Charles Xavier. Go fuck yourself. Even though people answered the plural, uh, we are still accepting it as a correct answer. So the correct answer is go fuck yourself. What's interesting, and I'm going to address this specifically uh, for Jamie's benefit. That line has technically gone through a sort of a Mandela effect. Because in um, Days of Future Past, where uh, Wolverine is sent back in time in the body and he meets Charles Xavier, he says, I remember you. I remember what you said. 
fuck, and I'll say what you said, fuck off. That is not what he said. He did say, go fuck yourself. Mm. So that brings us to the end of the first round. So let's have a look at the scores and how they tot up. So coming in third for that round with two points, we have who let the Craig out? Woof, 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 woof. I can't believe you did that to Ed. (laughs) In second place, with four points, we have the Emperor's New Groove. That means in first place, with six points overall, we have the Cocaine Cubs. Woo! (laughs) Starting off well. Excellent. So, I think that brings us now to another time for some interesting fun facts. I think let's get to know the second member of the Cocaine Cubs. Okay. So, uh, as you can tell, you know, there's some good performances going on here. So, uh, KT has one of the highest scores in a single endgame from her previous uh, game. She achieved a five-point uh, bonus, which was, again, you know, sometimes people will pick up the odd bonus point, but she had five in that round. She made uh, Reese Beaumont, or also known as Rio's positive POV, feel very frustrated at how many answers he just missed, <laughs> such as Daredevil and Baby Driver. <laughs> <laughs> and she helped lead us into our Paddington 1 and 2 Summer Bridge, which then brought Jamie in to uh, talking about those films as well. So thank you for that. And, You're uh, welcome. Yeah, some very uh, fun interactions there. So this comes to a brand new game that I like to call Movie Summaries. So the premise of this game. Numbers and figures are important within a number of films. No pun intended. We've devised a series of sums where we will give each team three sums, where the numbers are replaced by terms. So, for example, if we say in the sum the word, like the phrase infinity stones, it means the number six because there are six infinity stones. So, basically, they will have some relation to the number itself. And we will, in each sum, we want you to determine the value of x, right? So, this might be something divided by something equals x, or this could be x plus something equals something. We want you just to determine the value of x. So you will get one point per correct answer, even if the math you use to get there is incorrect. So the idea is that the set will basically start with uh, the team currently in third place, then in second, then in first. Starting off, we will have who let the Craigs out? Woof, 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 woof. Are you Thank ready you. for your Thank first you for sum? Yeah, go on then. Oh, the final rule, which isn't stated on here, no calculators. Ed is my calculator. <laughs> All right. Math question one. Biggest ocean minus however many flew over the cuckoo's nest times Daniel Day-Lewis Oscar wins equals oh, X. So ocean's 13... Yes, thirteen minus one, right? Yeah, and then how many times he won the Oscar? Um, I'm is that not... going to be four? Is that just like four? Four sounds like a, a nice number for that sort of thing, doesn't it? Three or four? So it was like my, uh, Lincoln. He won four, right? My left foot. I think he won four. Or was that just a nomination? And Honestly, I want to say he won something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just three. So he definitely didn't win for Phantom Thread. Or did he win for Phantom Thread? That would have pissed Craig off. I'm not more. answering that. <laughs> uh, did he actually win for Phantom Thread? I'm not sure if he did. 
it's, it's basically 12 times 3 or 12 times 4, isn't it? I'm going to have to push you for an answer. Uh, say 4, and let's say 48 then. You're going 48. Oh. I think you have to assume that he didn't win Phantom Thread because Craig wouldn't have put it in the slide if that was the case. I mean, it could be that I don't, I don't know. He, he could have won it before then, or it could be that he wanted to rant about it. So either way, uh, I, say, I, was, I, I want to say forty-eight. Okay, forty-eight. Okay, so your final answer. Yes, no, we're we're confident. We're <laughs> in here with a number. We're yes. not taking it back. It's, it's one of them. Yeah, go on, why not? Ed's definitely the calculator. What what an awesome calculator. It's just like, are you sure? <laughs> it just comes up like in numbers. <laughs> oh, garbage in, garbage out. I'm not sure we put garbage in or not, right? But yeah. Okay. Is it the correct answer? The correct sum we're looking for is 13 minus 1 times 3. Oh, yeah. oh that was painful to watch. Liv's like, you shouldn't listen to me. <laughs> So let's move on to uh, the first sum for The Emperor's New Groove. Are you ready? Yep. Days of summer divided by X equals first dates. It's 500 days of summer, 51st dates. Yep. So 500 divided by 10? Yep. Yeah. Are we done? No, wait, wait. Is it? Wait, 50? Wait. Yeah, it's, yeah, 50, so five, zero. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, 10. Yeah. So 500 days of summer divided by This is why I love 10. the team aspects, because somebody <laughs> could be like... 50 so your answer is the yeah. value of X is 10. I'm double-checking with Jamie first before we give... And I, again, I, um, yeah, I think I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. So the yeah. final answer, is it correct? Fuck. Because? Yes, mate. <laughs> 500 divided by 10 is indeed 50. Is there a speed bonus as well? No. There was big <laughs> there was big pointless energy going on in there. You know, when the duo at the end of it, they're like, I, I think it's this. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I would go with that. I would go with that. Crucially. I don't know I, why I like panicked and was just like, yeah, it's this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely this. There's yeah. always the and, one person like in control. teammate. I'm going, yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't mean to take over that question at all. This is the lesson I want everyone to learn. Whenever you have to divide something into something which is essentially that, but a zero less, the answer will be 10. <laughs> it's it's the panic of the game. It gets to you. It gets to you. Logic goes out the window. And, fin- and finally, for the first set of questions, we go to the cocaine cubs. Are you ready for your first question? Yes. Yeah. Let's go. I was trapped in a canyon minus Ronin equals X. Okay. One, so it's 127 and hours. And was it 27 Ronin? Yeah, I think so. So it's 100. 100. Yep, I think it's X is 100. You're going for 100? Final mm-hmm. answer? It is, unfortunately, 127. Oh, 47 Ronin. 47 Ronin. So the answer oh. we were looking for is 80. Oh. Damn it. Damn it. The sad thing there as well is that you guys had the absolute confidence that other teams <laughs> lacked. <laughs> I, oh, and it came so it was a, I'd say I knew that it was like a seven. Didn't think it would be forty-seven. I thought it was. I thought it was twenty. I've always remembered as twenty-seven. But yeah, so no. I don't want to have to move out the way of the camera because I'm going to end up giving stuff away to people here. Just switch off the camera, Laura. Just switch off the camera. Oh, and then you just like it's not twenty-seven. I'm like, no, I can't help. Right. We knew. We now move back to who let the Craig out. Woof, 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 woof. So your second question. Rocky movies 
times by Creed movies that have been released. God, I'm like, mm. okay. What the hell, Craig? <laughs> right, so there's what? Rocky. <laughs> All of the last two answers were easy as hell. And then <laughs> so is so this, like, it's a simple time. You just need to know how many Rocky movies have they been? How many Creed movies have they been? Four million. So, <laughs> so there's at least six Rocky movies, right? Because there's Rocky Five, and then there's Rocky Balboa. Creed movies, I don't know. I know there's at I've least two. I've seen two Creed movies. I don't know if there are more. Yeah, because yeah, because the, well, yeah, because I haven't seen any of the Creed movies. I just know there's a Creed and a Creed Two because I've seen the titles. Mm. Um, and. I don't know how long ago they were either to know if there would have been a Creed. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming... Oh, we're losing cameras now. I think this is where people are... We go all in with nine. We've huh? got six Rocky films, two Creed films, and one film that we've forgotten. Yes, but you're adding them. We don't add them. We, we multiply them. Oh, we're timesing them. Yes, this, this, is, this is times. Please, oh, please do not worse. get the answer wrong because you Craig, did the is, wrong is, sum. Is, is it too late for me to replace Liv with Sussie? Because I think this might be better. No, 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 hang on. You can replace me with you. Uh, what? Hey, um, you can replace me with you? Yeah, two heads on one team. Can you imagine that? I I don't think we have the capacity to do that. Right, let's go. Okay, I, I think we do I, actually I, I, need an answer now. Okay, so we, should we just say two creeds or should we assume there's three creeds? That, that three creeds. Somewhere? No, yes, no, 12. yes. Twelve. You're going for twelve. Okay. Oh, sure, why not? oh, we're going to lose. We're going to lose again. No, you're not. It is 12. Hey. <laughs> Six more Rocky movies. Two Creed films have been released. Creed 3 is out next year. The answer yeah. is 12. Congratulations. That was hilarious. <laughs> I had total confidence in our answer. So, Laura and Jamie, you ready? Yep. Let's go. Let's try Herbie minus the amount of angry men plus the street of miracles equals X. So we've got 12 for Angry Men. And 34 uh, for Miracles. Yeah. Uh, Herbie. So how many Herbie films are there? Uh, mm, is this Herbie films or is this the number one Herbie's car? Oh, what's it? Is it eight on his car? You can't oh, go no, look. Like, <laughs> Where is he going? <laughs> Dude, don't abandon me. <laughs> oh, okay. There's dinner oh. being delivered to him. <laughs> I literally thought he was abandoning me. I thought, all right, fuck this. You, you nailed the last one. You don't need me. All I right, thought so. Herbie arrived at the door or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, if it was just like, I've got like a Herbie replica next yeah. door, I'm just going to go and check. I thought he's like, I've been waiting for this moment. This has been outside this door this entire time. Also, like, if, like, if for whatever reason the wrong number was said with the replica, how what a bad way of finding out you've got a fake replica <laughs> on a podcast that has cost you a quiz. I think it's the number on Herbie that we need. Because obviously, mm -hmm. yeah, I think I think that's it. Okay, so what number is on Herbie? I think it's a double digit number. I don't think it's a single. I think it's double. Okay, we've got ninety possibilities. <laughs> Eight, Eighty is like I, I'm thinking eighty, but then I'm like, no, I don't think it is. But I could, I don't know. Right, well, I'm eating my dinner at the same time, so... Uh... Right, okay, let's just say it's 80 for the argument today. Just, since you're eating, which is which it is more important. I'll to be, agree to be clear, is 80 um, the sorry, number guys, of Herbie like, or the answer? Oh, no, 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 hang on. Herbie's answer. 80. 80 minus 12 is 68 plus 34. Yeah. I can't do math. 102, I think I've got. I'm going to say 102. You're going to go 102. Let me just, let me just process. 
Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, is the answer 102? It's a guess. The answer ah, is 53 minus 12 plus 34 equals 85. Mm. Oh, well. Was uh, anyone we else were... in the room uh, aware of Herbie's number? Okay, fair. That's okay. Is an obscure one to know. Yeah. Has anyone ever seen a Herbie film as well? The Lindsay Lohan one. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so that's another point lost. Next up, we have... The combination of Katie and Johan again. Your question this time. Jump Street times X equals the meaning of life. Okay. 21 or 22 Jump Street? Good question. It's... Okay, If we, let's go with 21 Jump Street mm-hmm. because that's the one that's... Otherwise it would be... Otherwise it would say Jump Street sequel. Yeah. Streets. Yeah. Uh, and what's the meaning of life? That's a deep question. Um, no, yep, very well, much. Well, no, because... If it is... Do, the meaning of life from what I remember Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy is 43, but that would mean... Is it 43 or 42? 40, is it, we, I'm not going to do this again. We had this, we had this problem last time. Yeah, I was it's gone. Then. So, yeah. All right, all right, all right. So... I think it might be 42. So if we are... Then it'll be X would be two because you've got 21 times two will be four. No, that'll be 44. No, hmm. no, 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 no. It will be if jump street is 21 times it by two, that makes it 42. So two. So are you going for two final answer? Yeah. Okay, we're going to. Fuck it. Do it. No. <laughs> yep. The answer is 21 times two equals 42. Ah! 21 jump street. The meaning of life is 42. So absolutely has to be two. Um, interesting math there of times timesing any uh, timesing a number by one and then getting forty four. Um, I don't know why. I'm I'm tired. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. It's a long day. It's been a long day. Well, don't worry. We're now on the final math questions for each round. So let's go back to uh, who let the Craig out. Woof 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 woof. Oh, I added a woof. I apologize. Okay, so your final question. Are you ready? No. Years for Rose since the Titanic, <gasps> minus X equals days later. All right, so that's that meme, isn't it? Is it, is it 84 years? It's I've never 80. seen Titanic or any memes about Titanic. Like how, I was going to say, <laughs> I was like, the memes? It's not very obviously a meme about Titanic. It's that meme with the old woman going, it's been 84 years, 85 years, something like that. It's just that line, isn't it? Underneath the picture of an old woman. Do you not have you seen that 82? meme? Could it be 82? It's 80-something, so that's not helpful when it's that minus X is whichever days later they want. 20. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's 28 days later, and then it's like months or whatever, isn't it? It doesn't change the number of days. It changes the the length of of what they're talking about. So it's 28 days later, isn't it? Well, I'm pretty sure, but I'm doubting everything. (laughs) 28 days later. 28 days later. It's just any days later. It's just whatever. <laughs> I don't think we've ever seen such an existential breakdown. Seven, day, seven days later after watching the video, they died, right? So maybe that's it. Maybe we can argue the point and say that, you know, that seven's a valid answer. Do we just um, pick no, a random number then argue how 28. we got there? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be yours. It's 28 and then it's just 80 watt. 80 something minus X is 28. 
to 88 days later, that's nice and round. Probably no, not. that sounds too round. It's not been it's 88 been... years. No one would say that. Okay, well, because my first thought was 84 and I would be pissed off if, I, if it turned out that I, I, I second-guessed myself. I just want to say 84 minus X is 28 and then work out what that is now. Okay. Uh, so 56? Would that be Wait, No, 84 minus X is 20. Yeah, yeah, no, that is actually correct. Yeah. Yeah. F- f- 56. Final answer? Yes. Yep. Uh, your instincts were absolutely correct as much as Liv tried to uh, take you down um, 84 minus 56 is 28 so 84 years 28 days later x equals 56 congratulations now the final math question for the emperor's new groove you have rings to rule them all plus evil x's who must be defeated equals x um, so is that Scott Pilgrim, is it? Seven evil exes. And one ring to rule them all. So eight. They're not, I know it's one ring, yeah, one ring to rule them all. In my head, I was off to the side. I was thinking, what if they mean all the rings around? I'm like, no, 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 no. No. Yeah. It's got to be the one ring. So. Yeah. Eight. Eight. Okay. Final answer. Eight. One ring to rule them all plus seven evil X's equals eight. Congratulations. And you avoided the trap that David had during testing, uh, which is uh, his initial answer, uh, try two times 12 by seven. <laughs> I'm glad somebody else did it. I was just like, oh, like, you know, the rings of power. I was like, oh, there was no, no, no. It's the fact you time to try, you change the sum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the same as what happened with Katie earlier, though. Like, it's just the pressure. <laughs> okay. And finally... Uh, we have we have <laughs> the final question uh, we have the final question then for the cocaine cubs this is sparta divided by how fast how furious minus dalmatians equals x look at us having this r- ridiculous algebra what is this <laughs> um, okay, okay so so spot this is supposed to be 300 It'll be 300, yes. And then How Fast, How Furious, that'll be nine because there'll be nine films that have been already released. The 10th one will be next year, minus yes. 101 Dalmatians. So that's three. So that's three. Oh, 300 300 by nine. No, there must be. Or is it, or are they including the 10th one? Because no. Uh, wait, so, wait, so 300 minus 9. <laughs> unless, no, unless, okay, depends whether it's, it's Fast and Furious movies or it's how fast, how furious, and how is the number. So it might be too fast, too furious, and might actually be two. Okay. I'm just running with that answer. <laughs> it could be too fast, too furious. Okay. So technically, so, it could be two. So if we are using that logic, so it'll be, so 300 minus 2, which would Divided be by 200, two, which it, 290. No, so it'll be 150. 150. Take away minus, 101. So it'll be 49. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that logic. Final answer? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fuck it. Yep. You avoided complete <laughs> yes! disaster this. Oh, well done. <laughs> oh, it great. is indeed 300. Too fast, too furious for two. Take away 101 for Dalmatians equaling 49. So at the end of that round, uh, very easy scoring for this one. All of you scored two points. So that means in team points, you all gain three points. Congratulations. Woo!
I would like to have a little bit of a look uh, at basically who lets uh, the Craig out. Woof, 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 woof. So what can you tell us about Liv? Uh, so Liv, as we have seen today already, there's been a lot of chaos in her previous <laughs> endgame endeavours, maybe partially because of the games she's been given, but also the way her brain works. <laughs> so uh, Liv unfortunately lost her second endgame. And oh my God, Liv, it was due to Rocky 2, which you felt you deserved that loss because you you put in Rocky 2 into like the top 10 boxing movies. So uh, yeah, that Rocky franchise is not is not your friend. In your previous Endgame endeavors, you've had Craig asking the following questions. What have you done? How do you make something taste of plastic but be safe? And just to be clear, the marketability of this snack is that it doubles as a costume question mark uh you created the promotional food snack for how to train your dragon of drone delivered slabs of raw pork because dragons fly and are made of meat (laughs) our favorite logic ever to be clear to everyone at home and on the call the game was to make promotional food items because we were talking about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory for other franchises, and for some reason our guests just went bonkers. <laughs> and uh, also, in the same game, they had their competitor conclude that there was no way they were winning against a full cake of a crashed car with an icing figure of a dying Miles Teller crawl away, <laughs> which was Liv's showstopper-style whiplash cake. <laughs> so yeah, quite a mix mix of uh, chaos there i'm proud of all that (laughs) and very much on the flip side then so ed we've exposed you to uh the depths of live with regards to end games how are you feeling buddy Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay let's have a look at ed so uh i think as already is evident and some people might you know want to think about how they approach end games maybe this is good advice to take or maybe you you shouldn't take it too literally but in the past ed has often tried to predict craig's chaotic logic in answers <laughs> and to craig's mind has failed and in uh, one game he thought that gaston in beauty and the beast suggested bell come look at his eggs <laughs> not his trophies when they were trying to guess complete the disney line he thought that uh, yeah gaston wanted to come <laughs> bell to come look at his eggs so yeah lots of uh, crazy answers there and of course, obviously, his legacy of giving us the room uh, right at the beginning of the year when him and Alex took over an episode after their successful win in the Champions uh, Cup, uh, they are sort of end game finale. So, yeah, mixed bag there. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I think everyone's back. Are we ready for game number three? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Let's play Da Dun or Da Dum. Uh oh. Specifically. Because uh, this found is all about shark films. Woo! We live in a world where the waters of the film industry are very much like shark infested oceans. So many shark based film exists and get created. It's hard to tell fact from fiction, but you're going to. Each team will be given a collection of different shark film titles. And you have to tell us if the shark, if the shark film title is the done as in, this is a done concept, so it's a real shark film, or the dumb, as in, it's a something I've made up. So, again... This round is made for me. <laughs> I am music- so ready. 
This is the musical round all over again for me. <laughs> so again, this is where you get the opportunity to confer with your partners. And the order we're going to go in, we'll start with the team in second place. So we'll start with the Emperor's New Groove. Laura and Jamie, are you ready for your first film title? Okay, so your title is Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. That's real. That is, yeah. That's real. Okay, final answer. Is it done? It is indeed a real shark film. Next up, we go to the Cocaine Bears. Cocaine Cubs. Cocaine Cubs. I do apologize. We've just been talking about Cocaine Bear <laughs> over the break. So, Cocaine Cubs, of course you are. Are you ready for your first film? So yep. ready. So, your film is all shark and no bite. Mm. No. I don't think it is. This, this, this is too clever. It's too clever. It's too clever for a shark movie. I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb too. It's too clever. For a shark movie. So you're so. going da dumb. 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 It is indeed a film that I created myself. <laughs> I'm happy to sell the rights to anyone willing to fund it. So basically, <laughs> so what, sci-fi if you want to get in touch? Uh, cool. Next up, we go to Who Let the Craig Out? Woof, 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 woof. So your first far- film. Are you ready? Mega Shark versus Giga Shark. <gasps> yes. Okay, I guess we're going dumb then. <laughs> yes, this isn't a film I want to watch it. Wait, no. I swear this is, but it might not be. Okay, final answer. But yes. You're saying it's da done. Sure. It's, yeah, it's one I made up myself. <laughs> no! No! Craig! Looks like Liv's buying the rights to that then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I need this now. <laughs> it sounds like such a good film. Mm, 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 mm. Like, as the expert here, I can already know. I knew that was fake from the get-go. <laughs> what gave it away? Sharks don't attack other sharks. They attack other things. Okay. I mean, I'm happy to sort of dispute that later, given, like, a film that I know is real, but we'll get into it later in case it comes up. All right. Okay. okay. So we move back to The Emperor's New Groove. Your next film, Sharknado 4, For Real Carnage. I know there's multiple of them, but I... Don't know if that's the title of it, but I know there's quite a few Sharknado films. Should we should we go for yes? It, it sounds once again hundred percent the cinematic universe oh, of Sharknado. Definitely, there's, there's quite that. a few of them. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes. I'll my gut saying yes. Mate, go you've it. got you've got good, uh, you know, you've got good history with the maths one. So I'll give you this one to say. So I yeah. don't know how because I'm usually terrible at maths, but hey ho. All right, da done. Da done. You're going for Dadun. It's made up. Mm. Specific, that is not the title of the fourth Sharknado film. Does mm. anyone know the title of the fourth Sharknado film? Should have checked the sight and sound list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go back to the cocaine cubs. Are you ready for your next one? Yes. Yep. So your next film is Two-Headed Shark Attack. Yes, this is real. But I'm not sure if it's two because it's weird because I know there's three-headed, four-headed, five-headed, and six-headed shark. But I'm not sure if there was actually was a two-headed shark. Katie's there like, I've got the right person. It'll be a missed sequel opportunity if there wasn't a two-headed shark. Or is that? Are you, or it could have been the first one that would have triggered the three-headed shark. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. You think, oh, it's two-headed. Now it's like, oh, we've got to go big and go three-headed. But I'm not sure if they just said, let's start with three heads <laughs> and then go from there. Because I know for a fact there's a point where they've gone to six heads now. I know there's a six-headed shark film, <laughs> which I don't know how. Um, um, so I'm, I don't think this is real. That's me, though. What do you think? I, I think it, I think it could be real because something would needed to kick start, start the franchise. Shall we go with real then? Because this is this one's a blank on me because I know there's three, but not anything. So screw it. Let's let's tri- let's go. The done. It's done. Done. It's real. Real. Yes. Yeah. Two Headed Shark Attack is a real film. Ah, oh, thank you for bringing in some calm. <laughs> thank you. Uh. Next up, we move back to Who Let the Craig Out? Woof, 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 woof. Your next film, Raiders of the Lost Shark. Probably not. I mean, I mean, it's the sort of thing that these companies do isn't it? Is it they, they take a random film and they go hey if we change this word ever so slightly we can put an animal in it yeah but what is a lost shark and how would you rate what? it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry do you want i'm picturing this and it is not pg <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> broken the call broken the call we'll um <laughs> we'll bring composure back and let's see if we can get them back in the film amazing sorry i would not watch this if it's real <laughs> wow we've already known you watch fictional films that exist only in your and craig's head so i'll have you know <laughs> i have seen part of two-headed shark um films okay ed what which way are you leading oh i'll go i'll go fake the dumb okay yes final answer Sure. It does exist. Uh, yes! <laughs> I want to watch this now. Awesome. So oh, like, tonight's watch. Is a terrible give me, film. Give me two oh, seconds. We will yeah, have yeah. time for all of that later. Let's carry on with the game. So, Emperor's New Groove, your next film. Ready? Deep Blood. Yeah, not much to work on there, is there? <laughs> All right, so we got caught out last time because it sounded yeah. like it was. So we could say that it's a real one. Yeah. Yeah. The done. Yeah. There's not. There's not much to go off. Let's... No. There's not a lot of like. Much to really say about this one. I mean, the last one. Damn, yeah. the last one was a good one. It's not uh, a sexy title, so it probably yeah. is real. We'll go with the done, but but the done, yeah. The okay. done. Final answer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It is real. Uh, you are indeed right. The boring name sort of is just very safe. Uh, fun fact, if you type in uh, shark films on Google, the IMDb list, that's literally the first entry for some reason. Not Jaws, not like anything like the, or like the Meg or anything like that. It's just deep blood. Mm-hmm. Are we ready now, Cocaine Cubs? Yes. Yep. You have She-Gods of Shark Reef. She, what? She-Gods she of Shark Reef. This does sound like some kind of exploitation movie from the seventies, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm leaving. I'm leaving towards Frank because sorry, I'm just getting all logic here. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a shark film, even though shark is in the title. It just says shark reef. It doesn't mean that there's sharks in it. So it's so it's just shark, it's shark adjacent, not necessarily shark central. Shark adjacent. <laughs> so. 
It has something to do with sharks, but it's not really about sharks. So yeah, yeah, and I think yeah, That's, uh, I'll, I'll... Blue Planet then. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Blue Planet. Um, you know what? I'm inclined to agree with you. That that sounds like that sounds like some kind of something that's not that. So yeah, I'm gonna go fake with that one. I'm gonna go dumb. Yeah. The dumb. The, the dumb. dumb. It's real. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, all right. We're back to Ed and Liv. Are you ready for your third film? That sounds a bit no, but okay. Okay. This time you're dealing with Sharktic. Oh, is it like Arctic for with a shark in it? Okay. Is that, I is believe that, that might be the logic of the title, yes. Okay. Um, right. All I can tell you is sharks exist and so does the Arctic. Sold. We're going real. Final answer? Yep. Okay. Liv, do you have anything to say? I don't think anything's real anymore, but okay. I'll go with that. So you're going real, final answer? Yeah, done. No, I made that up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you are now getting caught in the trap. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, next up for The Emperor's New Groove, you have Planet of the Sharks. Sounds, it sounds like, you know, there could be a planet of sharks. Yeah, um... I don't just want to instinctively just go, oh, yeah, that's real, because, I mean, it's, that's easy to, like, make up. Mm. Then yeah, again, look it wouldn't, it wouldn't require a lot of imagination from Craig. <laughs> I think that's what you're getting at. Why are people Craig? laughing as if that's an insult? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Um, you, what do you, are you wanting to say real? Um, I feel that we just had a reel, so it could be a fake. Should we go dumb then? So as as real. Wait, no, dumb or as in fake? Sorry. Oh, uh, should we uh should we say fake? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Should we say I, real? I don't know. I don't know. What I to feel go like for. they're just asking the same question over and over <laughs> yeah, again. I don't know what to go for, dude. I'm very competitive. I'm getting very stressed. Well, it's, it's nice to be competitive with each other, like <laughs> yeah. what we're going to say. Yeah. Uh, should we should we say fake? Yeah, go on, let's go fake. All right, we're happy with fake. Lock it in. Yeah. It's real. Oh. <laughs> uh, Should have gone real. So right. <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, in a 50-50. <laughs> All right, cocaine cubs. You have Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. Johan? That is actually real. That's real. Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's real. Okay, so you're locking it in? Yes. Yep, that is the real title for Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. Well done, <laughs> it's <Johan>. amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, my love, my love of bad shark films. Oh. <laughs> now we move on to Who Let the Craig Out? Woof, 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 woof. You have six-headed shark attack. Real. Real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Yoha, were you, like, declared all of the, like, X-headed? <laughs> Just so you don't feel like like you're shooting yourself in the foot with that, I want you to know that I was going to say real no matter what for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, oh, how long I, have you done? <laughs> I didn't know they were going to go back on it. 
I didn't know we would turn not... to the multiple head shark. <laughs> okay. It's like in hindsight, how it was very definite that we weren't going to forget that because there's at least two or three minutes there where you're sort of going, no, no, I know there's six. I know there's at least six. I'm not sure about two, but I know there's definitely six. All right. Uh, so oh just, God, just to I'm... really build that into our brains for later. That, that's, uh, you know, great. I just Thanks gave that away. And not, not, to make thing, uh, not to make things worse on this, uh, the next question for the Emperor's Zoo Groove you have four headed shark attack. <laughs> Yeah. I think, I think I the odds are in our favour on this you one. You might as well just give them the points. <laughs> so, do you need to talk about this? <laughs> Over to you, Laura. It's real. Sorry, I need a moment. <laughs> okay, so you'll go. So, fine, Lancer, you're going real. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> okay. Four doesn't exist. There's two, <laughs> three, five, and six. Four doesn't exist. I feel cheated right now. I didn't plan that. I didn't plan for somebody early on to go three, four, five, and six exist. Wow. I did say, do you want to talk about it? And you were like, nope, we'll listen to Johan. So in a way, uh, Johan, you played a blinding move there. Dude. Wow. I'm, I am I the mastermind. I not planned that to happen. You're a mad a genius, game Johan. Game yes. God, I feel so bad. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel any better, you might be able to try and sabotage the next attempt for the Cocaine Cubs. Uh, cocaine Cubs, your film is Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. That's true. Yeah, it is. Okay. This one, this one has a very famous meme, I think it is, where there literally is a plane flying past. It's a normal thing that the conversation suddenly just out of the blue, this guy just looks out the window and goes, oh, there seems to be a shark there. Giant shark just takes the entire Boeing plane down and we never hear think, anything about it ever again. I think I saw, I remembered like the D DVD cover, just by, yeah. did, like a couple of tentacles over. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. And finally, we go to the last one. For who let the Craig out? Woof, 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 woof. You have... The seven-headed shark, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> uh, no, quite fittingly, you have the last Sharknado. It's about time. No, what? I'm saying no, what? because they want to make these films forever, so there will be no last Sharknado. Well, yes, but then there was also a Saw 3D, the final chapter, and they went back on that inside three years, didn't they? Yeah. Um, uh, they can call things the last one or the final one. It never means it is. I just I love, love the use of logic in this yeah. game. <laughs> there is the assumption that all shark films exist and the ones Craig mentions will exist at some point, even if he's made them up. So what you're saying is that in 30 years' time, we should come back and uh, you know, DM Craig and ask him points. points. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I want to go yes for that. True. Real. Done? Done. Yeah, sure. It is done. And so is this round. Let's look at the undoubtedly going to be controversial scores for that round. <laughs> I'm so emotional right now. I'm so heated. Ugh. In joint second place, we have The Emperor's New Groove and Who Let the Craig Out. Woof, 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 woof with two points. And the winner of that round, uh, with a total of four points, we have Cocaine Cubs. Oh. Finally. Before we carry on, I just want to check... Laura specifically, are you okay? Because <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Mm, sabotage. So before we move on to the fourth game, uh, I think we should probably bring like some more levity back into Laura's life. So let's look at like the fun facts that we have for Laura. 
So uh, in her first end game, both Laura and her fellow contestant ask, asked, can they phone a friend? <laughs> Possibly something you were thinking during this game, but I'm not sure anybody on the phone could help you with that one. Uh, quotes include, that does not help in the slightest, you were joking, and I was completely wrong, to which Craig confirmed, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that's uh, some of Laura's uh, frustrations with the endgame, as we previously alluded. Especially, don't worry, Laura, you don't need to look on the desk. There's no mugs or anything that you need to be documenting for later on. <laughs> no. Anyway, let's move on to the fourth game. So, we've had a bit of team banter. I think we get back to one of our traditional games where we play a nice game of Who's That Pokemanimal? Specifically, the way this will work is as such. You will hear a series of clips from films of uh, animal characters. We want you to guess both the character slash animal. So in some cases, it might be the name of a character. In some cases, it might just be the species of an animal um, and the film that it's from. So again, this will work the same way as we finish each other's. No conferring. Send all your answers privately to David and your team will get one point if one of you is correct and three points if both of you are correct. Uh, is everyone ready? Okay. So again, we want the character slash animal and what film it's from. Clip number one. There we go. There's a smile on Laura's face. You want the character's name and the, and the animal. Film. No, no. So if we want the character's name, that's that's fine. But in this situation, we wouldn't accept the just the animal species. So in this situation, we want the character. Okay. It will be obvious from sound to sound what, what we're looking for. Okay, let's go in reverse order. Liv. Save the worst all first. Dinosaur number six from Last of the Dinosaurs. Okay. Katie? I don't know why, but I just thought, because of the noises that they make, that the character made, I just put Finding Nemo. I put Doi for Finding Nemo. I have no idea why. Okay. Johan? I basically was very honest. I don't honestly know. I've never heard that sound in my life. I'm just like, this is weird. So I'm just, I just wrote down, honestly, I don't know. Okay. Jamie. The chicken from Moana, like, it's so wrong. Ed. Uh, just for one minute, I think there's a point in Aladdin where Iago, like, makes a power noise rather than speaking languages. So I just went for him. Okay, and finally, so this is from potentially one of your favourite films. <laughs> Presses on. <laughs> that was Ginger from Chicken Run. Okay, let's hear the reveal. Let's see what the answer is. Hey, 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 what kind of crazy chick are you? Do you know what'll happen if he finds me? It's a cruel world. I just decided I don't like you. I just decided I don't care. Now show us how to fly. With this wing? Teach us then. Now. The answer is Ginger from Chicken Run. I literally had to watch Chicken Run for this podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched Chicken Run in years. Oh, God. <laughs> I think the reason Christmas I couldn't one. tell because it just sounded like a person making a bird noise. <laughs> and I sat there thinking like, nah, that can't be what I think it is. <laughs> no. I mean, so, yeah. technically it is, 
<laughs> I just hated it. I just like ah, nah, can't be. As, yeah. as a clue, to be fair, I think if we played an actual chicken noise, it would be a very difficult game. Be like, which chicken is it? Fair, <laughs> but I'm also like, I've never heard this sound before. Yeah. Well, let's hope you've heard the sound of number two. <laughs> Okay, so let's uh, let's start in reverse order again. Ed? I thought that sounded like a cat noise, so I went for Tom in Tom and Jerry. It could be a cat. Uh, does Liv think it's a cat? What do you think it is? No, this clip I've heard before, and I don't know what it's from. And I don't know, there's just something about dinosaurs. So I put Chris Pratt's cat in Jurassic World. Okay, so you don't think it's a cat. <laughs> Let's see what else uh, everyone else thinks. Uh, JB? Clearly wrong if you've asked me now, but uh, Simba Lion King. Okay, uh, Laura? Simba the Lion King. Johan? Simba from the Lion King. And Katie? Simba from the Lion King. They could all be wrong, but let's uh, see the reveal. And there it is, The Lion King, Simba. So I saw this at the cinema when I was about five or six, and after Mufasa died, spoiler, um, this kid along the aisle just said, oh, he's only sleeping. And I just looked down the aisle. Bear in mind, I was five, and she said, he's not. He's dead. Oh, wow. <laughs> Crusher of dreams, even then. <laughs> Jamie there, training to be my successor on this show. <laughs> he's just sleeping. No, he's not. Get a grip. <laughs> so yeah, so that is three points to the Emperor's New Groove and Cocaine Cubs. Clip number three. We'd like to remind everyone that this isn't necessarily a real animal. <laughs> you play it again? Not that that's really going to help me. Three answers in. We'll go reverse order again, so we'll start with Jamie. It's clearly so wrong, but I've just put Okia. The uh, the Netflix one, was it by director Boom? Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Also, bad uh, way for me to review. So, okay. so wrong. All next, right. uh, next up, Johan. Um, I couldn't know which one it was. I think it's a Jurassic Park one, but I thought it might be the blue, Bluey, which is from Jurassic World, which is Chris Pratt's pet. Okay. I think. That would be a cruel twist of fate, wouldn't it? Ed, what did you go for? I'm just uh, naming animals that exist in film search at this point and saying Toothless House Training Dragon. Okay. Uh, Liv. 
It's definitely wrong, but I'm pretty certain it's Star Wars. And what's also definitely wrong is I randomly said in um, at, at ATAT, which it wouldn't be. Okay, it's basically a dog, but a robot with guns. What is interesting is when you said Star Wars, Johan's reaction was one of like sort of massive shock. <laughs> okay, so uh, next. Okay, so Laura? I really I cannot think what it's actually called, but I literally just put like it's a, the giant massive lizard from Star Wars Revenge of the Sith that Obi-Wan Kenobi rides um, when he's looking for Grievous. Okay, and finally, Katie? I just put Jurassic World, but I could not think of the character. Okay, let's see if the reveal... Animal. Let's see if the reveal gives us any more. Commander, contact your troops. Tell them to move to the higher levels. Very good, sir. Oh, by the way... I think you'll be needing this. Thank you, Cody. Now let's get a move on. We've got a battle to win here. Yes, so for anyone saying Star Wars, I am going to award. I think it's quite a cruel question. Uh, so for the viewers at home who don't like that, I didn't write this. Um, that was uh, a Varactyl, specifically called Boga from Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Because that was particularly hard, I am going to award one point to the teams that said Star Wars, so that's a point for Who Let the Craig Out, who, Woof, 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 and to Emperor's New Groove. I did it! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a niece-uncle relationship. It's like, look at me go. It's just like, yes, well done. That was a very nice kick. Next, next sound. I'm assuming you'd like that again. Yes, please. Go for it. Okay. Um, for a second, I thought I thought that answer was swearing, so I had to double check it. I just had to check if Jamie's okay because I thought your answer was like it's like some bloody thing. Losing the will. Okay. That one's hard. Okay, so let's go in reverse order. Um, Ed, I'm in full naming characters that exist in movie territory. Gizmo and Gremlins. Okay. Liv. Sounds like someone's sneezing, but uh, Chicken Little from the famous film Chicken Little. <laughs> Johan? I couldn't tell what it was from, from from anything. I spelled it wrongly even on it. I said it, it might be from Fern Gully, but I have no idea. I mean, I read that as Friend Gully, but I'll accept it. I know, I spelled it wrongly. <laughs> Don't point it out. Okay. Um... Okay, so Jamie, the answer I thought was some bloody dinosaur is actually... Some baby dinosaur. Some baby dinosaur from... Jurassic Park. Okay. Uh, and now we come to Laura. I, I, th- I know I'm wrong. I recognise it, but I put the cricket from Mulan. Okay, and Katie? I also put the cricket from okay. Mulan. Okay, let's see if confirmi- uh, confirmation bias is your friend. Gotcha! That's 22 for me. How about 23 out of 45? Okay, well, what do you want to do? Yeah, I don't think so. I like it in here, and so do you. So, unfortunately, Laura, you seem to react. Do you know what it is? It's Pascal from Tangle. It's it's Pascal from Tangle. It's the little chameleon Pascal. So are we ready for the next one? <laughs> okay. Are 
You sure you you've closed all your browsers? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's deal with uh, the two people who passed. Specifically, the answers. Yeah, I'm passing this one, and no effing clue. Uh, so that's Katie and Ed. So Johan, your guess. I just picked an animal. And I thought it might be like a coughing kind of sound a hyena would make because I've heard something similar-ish, but I don't think that's that recording. So, yeah. Okay, so you're going hyena. Jamie, you're going... Cat from Stuart Little. Okay. Liv? Warhorse, the title character from the film Warhorse. And Laura? I thought it was the dog from Snatch when it swallows the chew toy. Okay. I think all of those are sensible guesses. Let's see if the reveal gives us any clue. So what's with that labradoodle? It sounds like Stephen Hawking or something. Uh, Carly, uh, he had his vocal cords clipped. A neighbor filed a complaint, so it was either clip the cords or put Curly down. Mm. Long choice. Come on, he's part of the family. Imagine when a burglar comes over and hears that. He must run in terror. Wow, what's that turkey doing in the house? (laughs) So, anyone have any idea what the film is now? Is it Grown Ups? It it is Grown Ups, yeah. It is Curly the Dog from Grown Ups. Wow. So, I promised that a dog would get a point. Congratulations, (laughs) Laura. Thank you. Okay, are we ready for the next sound? Yep. Despite everything we've done to them, this is the most confused they've looked. That yeah. all came out of what animal? Wow. <laughs> yep. With a single noise. If you're looking for something to do during the time in which we're waiting for these answers, why not donate to the charity appeal? So let's start with Johan. I literally put in Wolfbox, some war movie? Can't tell. Okay, Liv. Um, I put Wadzilla, the giant man-eating sperm from the movie Wadzilla. Oh, I figure I might be telling you about this. Uh, Laura. I have no idea, so I literally just put a chihuahua. Katie? Yeah, I just put dog, question mark. Okay, Ed? I went for Smaug doing his desolating in the desolation of Smaug. Jamie? Uh, Smaug in, well, The Hobbit, but two. Okay, let's see... If any of those answers are correct. Good boy. Airport. Speak. I yeah, I think that's all we need. Um God damn it. It was it was bolt from bolt. The second Disney property. Mm-hmm. Um, do we award points for dog? I guess on the same basis that we did for grown-ups, we should, yeah. Okay, so we're going to award points for dog, so that means that's another point uh, for Katie and for Laura. Okay, number seven. <laughs> the only hint I'll get, it, give is long-time listeners of, of this show will recognize this song, uh, uh, sound. <laughs> this song on... <laughs> Well, good for you. 
You say that, I think that's a thing we should do. <laughs> okay, so let's start with Ed's answer, which I think is probably uh, retaliation, which is, and I quote, do you enjoy being sadistic? Pass. I mean, yeah. Okay, Liv, what did you go for? I put Batmouse from Anastasia. Okay. Mm. Uh, Johan? I couldn't tell what it was. I wrote down it's a dying bird sound, but not sure what the film is or anything. Okay. Uh, Laura? I literally just put dog. So you're banking on uh, the species point again? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Jamie? I put uh, a bird from the birds. Okay. And finally, Katie, I'm pretty sure you know this based on your excitement. (laughs) It was Penguin from Batman Returns. Let's see if that's the correct answer. A plan is forming. Kind of a dying bird. (laughs) It is indeed Penguin. I love the idea of the birds, like that sound, like watching like a bird watch all these people in this Hitchcock film, like he, he, he. <laughs> it sounded like the swings, like when they were all uh, on that swing set in the background. I see what you mean. Okay. It was a very distinctive sound. I think when I, like first, when I, I first watched it when I was a kid, so it's just a very distinct sound. Mm. So kind of scarred in my brain. Number eight. Let's see if this is just uh, scarred in anyone's mind. <laughs> I think you'll be looking for the species point on this one. That sound again. Okay. Let's start with Laura. I put the, I think it's a crawl from 28 Days Later. Okay. Uh, Johan? It sounded like a seagull and I'm trying to think of movies with seagulls in them and I thought maybe it's the birds maybe. So, okay, Casey. I don't know why it just means it's. I'm not. It's not because I just put Batman in terms, but it did sound like a. I thought it sounded like a bat, but I can't remember what film it would be from. Okay, and Ed. I'm on the. Is it a bird from the birds train? Liv. Um, it's definitely not Pingu, but that's what I put. Oh, that's what the answer says. Oh, okay. I, I want to watch. Oh. That. that'd be so cool. Amazing. Okay, and finally, Jamie. I put a seagull from the lighthouse. Okay, let's see uh, the right answer. The clip doesn't really give yeah. it away. <laughs> the answer is Seagull from the Lighthouse. Well done, bud. I, I felt that the continual bashing of the seagull with Rob, <laughs> Robert Batson was too too graphic for us to hear on headphones. And also I kind of forgot, basically, that And also scene. very inappropriate for an episode raising money for the RSPCA mm. to have an answer, which is a seagull being bashed to death by Robert Patton. Hey, we need to show... That's the why villain. the money's needed, surely. That would be We need to stop it. the Robert Pattons of the world beating up seagulls. The mm. the seagull is listed as a villain on on, <laughs> on, on Wikipedia, <laughs> so yeah, so that is a that is a point to Emperor's New Groove specifically for the combination of seagull from the right film. So yeah. uh, we have two left. Number nine. That sound again. Yeah, so 
it's it's a creature that could be an animal but specifically from a franchise that we will accept okay that's uh all the all the answers in let's start with ed uh that weird animal what's on luke skywalker's island in last jedi are you talking about porgs sure why not funnily enough i knew those were the exact words you were gonna say okay uh laura i have no fucking clue interesting animal uh cool jamie as in a blue from jurassic world Jurassic World coming up a lot in this quiz. Mm, the search we're very for limited on ideas, I think. Okay, Katie. Um, I just put the thing as in the thing. Yep, okay. Uh, Johan? I just put in my long-lost Nokia phone. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> it does sound like that kind of ringtone, to be honest. True, true. And finally, Liv? Um, well, I'd like to, if possible, edit this slightly because you said a character name. So I'm going to go with Max the Mockingjay from The Hunger Games. <laughs> okay. Let's see if the reveal tells us any more. So the introduction of the Godzilla noise might shape people in the right direction. Who do you think it is? Is that Mothra? Close. It's the other one. King Ghidorah, Rawdon. Uh, King Ghidorah. It no, is King That's the, the three-headed shark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Why would you bring the scars back? Okay, and finally, the final sound. <laughs> one last time. <laughs> I'll give you is that small... one animal or is that two? It's the same animal. I'll give you a hint. It is an animal that sort of looks like a real life animal, except for one important distinction. They're not real. It's a real. It's basically a real life animal with something it wouldn't usually have. Live in her room, like doing what I can only describe as looking up to God. <laughs> okay, let's start with uh, all the people who gave up. Yeah. So Jamie. Katie, you both said uh, uh, variations of no idea or no flipping clue. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go top down then. So, Laura, you think it is? I said a penguin from Happy Feet or Surf's Up. Okay. Uh, Johan? I, again, that was a big guess. I just said, it's a Star Wars creature of some kind. No clue, question mark. So Okay. Uh, Liv? Well, I thought it was a frog, but you basically implied it's not a frog, so I went with E.T., who looks like a frog. <laughs> and finally, Ed? Yeah, when you said it's an animal with a key difference, I couldn't get out of my head the fact that Doug can talk and up, so I, I put him. Okay, let's see if the reveal puts us on the right track. Pegasus! <laughs> oh, He's a magnificent horse with the brain of a bird. And the reveal, I think, has only done what I can then describe as annoy everyone. <laughs> there was no sound of horse. <laughs> you did the, the end one was a bit like... <laughs> that is not uh, what I saw. How... David, why did you ask me? That was cartoon horse. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was cartoon <laughs> horse. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of horses do you know? Do you know what kind of noise? <laughs> not the first <laughs> bit. Not the first bit. That sounded more like a horse. Okay, so let's go to the, uh, let's go to the scores on that one. Oh, God. So, that was horrendous. So in third place, uh, who let the Craig out? Woof, 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 woof. In second place, we have the Cocaine Cubs. 
Which means uh, the winner of that particular round was the Emperor's New Groove. Congratulations. Jamie, how did it feel to win that round? Overdue. I think I'm, I'm, I'm currently being attacked by a massive spider just next to me as well. Oh, God. Uh, don't go Robert Pattinson on it, okay? It's okay. It's friendly. Okay. <laughs> Donate more and um, we'll see. Donate more, we'll save it. Well, this seems like a good time to uh, have a look at the final, uh, uh, the final fun facts that we have. So let's have a look at Jamie. Yeah, so uh, just like throughout this endgame, uh, Jamie in his uh, two episodes has uh, experienced quite the variety of crazy antics. He won one of his endgames with the film Superman for the Quest for Peace. He won his second endgame with Winnie the Pooh. He drew in both of those games he took part in. His buzzers have included Wreck-It Ralph, Jamie, Yes, Me, Meh, Ah Fuck, Raw and Raw, Raw, Raw. He also created the film Lost in Translation 2, Lost in San Francisco in one of the games, and got an answer from just the letter S in one of his uh, questions, which was very impressive. So yeah, quite the, quite the range there. Luckily, Jamie, you don't have buzzers in, in this one. Thank God. Now we come to the final game of tonight. And as always, it is the game Mojo Mind. The way the game works is this. I have taken free thematic film lists by the YouTube channel Watch Mojo and have written 10 questions for each team uh, where the answers will be entries on that list. The team in last place will choose when, uh, whether they want set A, B or C, then the second team and then the first. You and your partner will also have to choose the order in which you answer questions. So you'll alternate one person answering the first and the second, etc., etc. Most correct within the time limit of four minutes will win. If you pass on a question, there is a chance for your partner to be able to answer it later. But that question will only be worth half a point instead of a full point. Note, not all the questions on this list will be film related questions but the answers will be an entry on that list. So the example I always use is, if the question is, what condition could you develop if you were in a car accident? And the answer could be Whiplash. Whiplash is, of course, the name of the film, but also something else. Is everyone clear on the rules? Okay, cool. So we'll go to uh, our team in third place, which is who let the Craig out? Woof, 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 woof. Would you like sets A, B, or C? The important thing is you don't know what the set will be until you select it. I trust Ed on this. Um, do you have a favorite letter? No, it's your favorite letter. That's what matters. Okay. C, why not? You're going for group C. So the round yeah. that you have chosen is top 10 movie cats. Specifically, the answers will be the film from which the cat comes from, okay? And crucially, who would you like to be answering the odds and who do you want to be answering the evens? Again, this is something we can't really predict how well this is going to help. Do you want to go for your preference first or second? I'll go second, evens, you know? Okay. okay. David, could you get a timer ready, please? So Ed answering first, Liv answering second. Your time starts now. Ed, in the original storybooks, the title character is described as a mouse-like boy, but the film series of the same name actually makes him a mouse. What is the name of that character? Stuart Little. Correct. Liv, which fairy tale princess gained her position because of a prince's foot fetish? What? P pass. Ed, 
The protagonist of which film is named Gaylord Fokker? What, sorry, can you repeat that? The protagonist of which film is named Gaylord Fokker? So meet the parents. Correct. Live. What popular magic words make up the title of this Halloween classic? Focus, focus. Correct. Ed. Played by Mike Myers, what is the name of this spoof spy character that features in the movies The Spy Who Shagged Me, International Man of Mystery, and Gold Member? Austin Powers. Correct. Liv. Which film about a kitten and a pug puppy growing up together has been reported to significant animal abuse to the point of over 20 kittens being killed over the production of this film? Pass. Ed, if you could only talk as the Amish do, if you were to say you were going home, you would describe yourself as what? Yeah, can you read that again, please? If you could only talk as the Amish do, if you were to say you were going home, you would describe yourself as what? The Amish speak. Pass. Liv, complete this phrase. It's raining. Men. Cats and dogs. (laughs) Ed. Remade by Tim Burton, which novel by Lewis Carroll documents a character falling down the rabbit hole and encountering a number of anthropomorphic characters in weird scenarios. Alice in Wonderland, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Correct. Liv. Which animated character inspired a cursed 4chan series of videos where the character is described as is love and is life? Sure. Correct. So the passes I'll go back to because we have time. Uh, which fairy tale princess gained her position because of a prince's foot fetish? It's going to be uh, Cinderella. Correct. The next question that was passed is, which film about a kitten and a pug growing up together has been reported to significant animal abuse to the point of over 20 kittens being killed over the production of the film? Hmm. No, I'm not sure I know that one either. Just... If you've got any guesses, like you go for it because you've got small points. Oh. Any cats and dogs? Yeah. You have less than a minute left. Yeah, what were the next questions? Pass if you could now. only talk as the Amish do, if you were to say you were going home, you would describe yourself as what? See, I don't even know if this is like some sort of, uh, you know, accent affectation the Amish meant to have, or if it's like some vocabulary thing. So I'm not even sure what that what that means. Um, well, I mean, wonders if it's going to be something really stupid, like the return, or like twenty seconds left. What's the next one? Is there another one? There's only those two questions left. Okay. That's the Amish. Ten. Nine. No, eight, I, I'm passing. Seven, six. And I'm, if you're passing on the remaining questions, yeah. one. Okay, so that's the time up. So I want to note though, before you go on, that men is a film. <laughs> is this an animal film? <laughs> cats. There are animals in it. <laughs> so let's look at your passes. The film about a kitten and a pug growing up together that uh, had uh, over 20 kittens killed during the production was The Adventures of Milo and Otis. Mm-hmm. 
And if you could just only describe, uh, talk as the Amish do, if you were to say you were going home, you'd describe yourself as homeward bound. Okay. What's, what's the Amish got to do with that? I didn't get that part. That was the only way I could say, like, because I, I didn't want you to say, like, going home or something like that. I wanted you to think of like sophisticated speak. And I thought, who's more sophisticated than the army? <laughs> sure. Okay, so in that round, uh, you scored uh, six and a half. Congratulations. So now we go to the team in second place. So that would be the Emperor's New Groove. So would you like set A or set B? Set A. Set A. Yep, you're happy with that? Yeah. Okay, so that yeah. means that the round that you have chosen for yourselves is the top 10 live action animal buddy movies and who would be who's answering odds and who's answering evens hey, Amy, what do you want uh i'll go first if you want go for it okay so jamie's doing odds laura evens your time starts now jamie which movie featuring a dog playing a typically uh typically human played sport Inspire the rant response style segment from John Oliver discussing the cliche of it's not in the rules that a dog can't play. Uh, Bud? Correct. Laura, name the title of a movie about a chimpanzee playing ice hockey where the last word replaces the word player in a popular acronym which also appears in the title. Pass. Jamie. Which movie, released in 1965, with a remake released in 1997, follows DC the cat that ends up assisting the FBI in a recent kidnapping due to the watch around its neck? Uh, Men in Black? That darn cat. Laura, which composer wrote the piece of music Piano Sonata No. 14? Beethoven? Correct. Jamie, which buddy cop movie is the favourite cop movie of Brooklyn Nine-Nine character Charles Boyle? Uh, Turner and Hooch. Correct. Laura, sharing his name with a film about a sea lion, complete the name of this pop artist, Peter... Andre? Correct. (laughs) Jamie... Sharing part of its name with a Spider-Man outing by Tom Holland, which film depicts Angus and his dog Yellow facing dangers out in the wilderness? Pass. Laura, what film shares a name with a song by Eddie Rabbit about how his girlfriend turns the singer, a freewheeling character, into one who cannot bear to leave her? Um, pass. Jamie, this marine animal classic is considered by many to be the best movie of 1993. What would a social movement that wishes to remove censorship over penises shown in films be called? Free Willy. Correct. Laura, if you were calling for your dog, named after the Scottish term for a girl, to come back to you at your place of residence, what would you yell? Lassie. I need more. Come here, Lassie. Lassie the dog, I want uh, Lassie. It's Lassie Come Home. I'll give half a mark for that. So back okay. to your passes. Name the title of a movie about a chimpanzee playing ice hockey where the last word replaces the word player in a po- popular acronym which also appears in the title. Uh, 
Minute left. Got the next question. <laughs> Sharing part of its name with a Spider-Man outing by Tom Holland, what which film depicts Angus and his dog Yellow facing dangers out in the wilderness? Homecoming. It's Far From Home, The Adventures of Yellow uh, Yellow Dog. What film shares a name with a song by Eddie Rabbit about how his girlfriend turns the singer, a freewheeling character, into one who cannot bear to leave her? 30 seconds left. I have no idea on that one. Okay, and you... Pass. S- uh, it basically goes back to the chimpanzee ice hockey question. Uh, puck. It's called MVP Most Valuable Primate. I would not have got that the, in a million years. And no. then the final question you have left is the Eddie Rabbit song. So which, what film? Five seconds. Five seconds. Uh, uh, Roger Rabbit. It's every it's which way but loose. Oh, oh well. What were you going to say? I really, that was a really tough round, actually. That was a very, yeah. diffi- that was a di- very difficult list, unfortunately. Was that yeah. the, was the last one I said they win the entire thing? If somebody gets that when you were ready to be, I was like... Yes, oh, it was. Yeah. So in the end, you scored... Five and a half. It's not too bad. It could have been worse. We tried. Been five. Especially because I don't best. think you knew the Turner and Hooch ones. It was a good guess. I assume yeah, I've never seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so that was lucky. <laughs> okay, so that means we come to the cocaine cubs. And I'd like to apologise the- for my very angry cat. She's just meowing in the background. <laughs> That's right, we can't do it. <laughs> I mean, there's angry contestants on the Zoom call. I think it sort of balances out. <laughs> She's cheering you on. <laughs> okay, and so you've been left with set B which means you have been left with the top 10 saddest animal deaths in movies. Oh, <laughs> I think Craig got choked up a bit as you said that as well. <laughs> yeah, I messaged oh David God. saying I literally cried whilst writing this. I hate you now. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, All so right. uh, who would like to answer odds and who would like to answer evens? Um, it doesn't really matter too much, isn't it? Would no, you want doesn't. to go first? Screw it. Let's, yeah, I'll go first. Okay, I mean, so Katie, then Johan. All right, your time starts now. Katie, what film started the trend within film adaptations of separating one book into two films in a franchise? Separating what two? One, uh, so which, what film started the trend within film adaptations of separating one book into two films in a franchise? Mm. Uh, oh, past. Johan. Which Kevin Cosner film about the preservation of nature have critics claimed that the film Avatar reuses the plot of? That's Waterworld. Dances with Wolves. Ah. Katie, if you discover a popular singer called Tina drinking illicit whiskey and other inferior alcohol, you have discovered what? Pass. Johan. What film about dinosaurs inspired 13 sequels and a TV series following the ex- the exploits of Littlefoot and his friends? Ah, uh, that is The Land Before Time? Correct. Katie, in a scenario where you and Bob Marley are attending a concert, who is going to that concert? Pass. Sorry, Johan. Johan? This post-apocalyptic film had an original ending where it was shown that the monsters in the films saw humanity as the monstrous creature creatures. The new ending sees a more cliched ending where the protagonist sacrifices himself to save pure hum- humans. What is that film? Ah, uh, I know I've been my tongue. 
Ah, uh, I know. The, I can't remember the title, so I'm going to pass, hoping that you know it. Katie, in The Simpsons, lawyer Lionel Hutz filed a lawsuit against this film because the title of the film was False Advertising. What is the film? Oh. Ah. <laughs> so much pressure. So much pressure. Ah. Uh... No, pass. Johan. Following the trend created by Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, which Disney character is getting a gore-filled horror remake where he avenges the death of his family? Oh. Uh. Oh. Oh, I don't remember this. Uh. Oh, it's so sad. Um. Can't remember. Can't remember. Pass. Oh, no, this is bad. Katie. In the sitcom Friends, Phoebe Buffay was never shown the ending of various films due to death scenes featured in them. Which film does she describe as a sick doggy snuff film? Old Yeller. Correct. Johan. This film has been remade in live action where all the characters are lifelike CGI, with an upcoming prequel film exploring the origins of the father of the main character. What is the original film? That would be... Less than the Lion King? Correct. Back to the passes. What film started the trend within film adaptations of separating one book into two films in a franchise? Uh, first of its lot. I, uh, one book into two films. I don't know this one. What's the next one? Was it Harry Potter? Uh, I need more than that. Deathly Hallows? Bit more. Part one and two? <laughs> You gave me both. It's, it's part one. Okay. okay. So if you discover a popular singer called Tina drinking illicit whiskey and other inferior alcohol, you have discovered what? Okay. 10 seconds. Uh, pass. In All a right. scenario where you and Bob Marley are attending a concert, who is going to that concert? Ah, such a weird phrasing. Like Time question. Up. Time out. Oh. Okay, oh, so that, let's see. Uh, let's see if others that's know horrible. this. Yeah. I was literally wanting to scream the answer. So off. let's see. So if you discover a popular singer called Tina drinking Turner illicit, and Hooch. Turner ah. and Hooch. Fuck. <laughs> In a scenario where you and Bob Marley are attending a concert, who is going to that concert? Marley and me. Marley and me. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> So the post-apocalyptic film, which had an original ending with the monsters saw humans as the monsters to I, only have it turned to a cliched ending is... I Am Legend. It's I Am Legend. I completely... I, it was the tip of my tongue. I just couldn't oh. remember it. Lionel Hutz filed a lawsuit against this film because the title was false advertising. It's... Never Ending Story. Three. Never Ending Story. Story! The character that's getting a gore-filled horror remake after Winnie the Pooh is... Bambi. 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 Is that true? Yes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it was just it was very, it was very it was recently announced. I completely forgot about that. So you guys in the end scored free. Congratulations. That is horrendous. I always say my advice for that round is like think of what would be on that list, not so much the questions, because it's like Marley and me, for example. It's just like what? It's just like, oh what a film with a dog guys. I barely watch much mojo, so you know. I've just put it in. I mean it's just, just thinking about logical trends to be fair. I just, um, I just threw the book I, I just threw my book on the ground in protest. <laughs> that was horrendous. So in that particular uh so in that particular round oh, in God. in third place we had the cocaine cubs. In second yeah. place we had the emperor's new groove. 
And winning the round with 6.5, we had Ooh. Who Let the Craig Out? Who, woof, 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 woof. We won the, we won the uh, general knowledge round. More victory. Yeah, the, the mastermind semi-finalists won the general knowledge <laughs> round of the quiz. I like to think that we've been winning most of this thing, podcast. <laughs> How does this affect the final scores? So it's it's a close one. It is a very close one. So it's been a tight race. In third place, with ten points overall, we have who let the Craig out? Woof 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 woof. In second place, with twelve points, it's the Emperor's New Groove, which means the winners. With 13 points overall, we have the Cocaine oh. Cubs. Oh my Christ. I was oh, so, so close. <laughs> so close. So how do you feel about the victory? Relieved. I, relieved. <laughs> I feel like I've just finished a cocaine binge. So yes, I think it's appropriate. <laughs> it does show how that last round can really turn things around though. <laughs> oh, I was so close. It was closer. Oh God. So, as celebrations, you get the opportunity to spin our wheel. Ooh. I okay. think the fairest thing to get a... F- so so we get to discuss a film that you guys would be interested in is we're going to give you a maximum of three spins. So if you mm. don't like the first choice or don't really know it too well, you can re-spin uh, two more times. But af- after the third spin, whatever it lands on will be the film that we discuss. Sound good? Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. And away you go. Okay, click to spin. Oh. Ah. The Irishman. Irishman. How do you feel? Ow. (laughs) (laughs) Three and a half hours. Mm. It's three and a half hours of old people trying to be young people. Let's move on. Spin again. Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. Cool. Okay. Tiger Bay. So David, who suggested this one for us? This one was from Die Hill. Hmm. So, okay, should we give this to them or should we just spin the last one and pray to God to get something else? What are you thinking? I'm thinking spin again. Okay. Okay, last one. Remove it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Yep. Oh, my goodness. And here we go. Go. Well, this is whatever you're getting, people. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, oh, that's a choice. Seven. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. what we're talking about, So people. I believe that was Seven from Rob Aylin at the start of the year. I think that was his altern- uh, alternative choice, maybe to your choice of Snatch, Laura. So... Yes, it was. All the way back to there. Now so, you yeah. said it, yeah. Full circle, full circle. So, yeah. Seven is our film that we go into the new year with. Thank you, Ooh. everyone. Thank you very much for uh, enduring this Endgame special. I hope you've all enjoyed it. Yeah. No, yeah. Nobody answered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I honestly had fun. I had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, well, 
thank you once again guys it's been really really fun what a great fantastic end to the year and uh, i hope everyone's having a great uh, you know holiday period this comes out after christmas so i hope you all had your own fun games and you could get involved in this one and uh, join in with the frustrations thank you all for joining us it's been a great celebration of all the guests who have appeared this year uh, many of whom are here uh, with us now uh, please do remember if you can give whatever you can to our fundraiser for the RSPCA. That link again is on justgiving.com slash page slash wellgoodmovies. And uh, yeah, you can find uh, more info on all our socials at wellgoodmovies on uh, Twitter, Instagram, all of those. So yeah, please do go donate. And uh, yeah, we look forward to uh, having more fun in, in the new year. So thank you all for joining us uh, quickly we'll just go quick fire for any socials or anything you want to shout out uh, laura where can the people catch you you can find me on twitter and letterbox at the film review and johan you can find me on johan underscore trash tapes on instagram and you can also find enigmatic productions also on instagram and facebook where we do videos and podcasts there so find us there ed anything you want to shout out I, I, I just exist on social media rather than anything to promote, really. <laughs> no problem. Go find him. <laughs> no. uh, Liv, any, any way, anything you want to promote? If you really want to find me on Letterboxd, you can find it through my Twitter, which is at LivyMac. Awesome. Go check it out. And uh, Katie? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram and Hive. Uh, Katie Smith Wong with an IE. And Jamie? Uh, yeah, on uh, Twitter at Jamie Milligan and Instagram as Millie Snap, and obviously on Bebo and MySpace and Friend Reunited, <laughs> everything else, and Hive as well. Actually, thank you for reminding us, Katie, that it exists. Yeah, why, you're welcome. Why don't they just replace Twitter with Bebo? That's uh, that's an answer right there. Come on, love it. So bring back uh, MySpace. <laughs> yeah well uh, thank you all guys uh, for joining us i hope you had loads of fun we've uh, really had a great time tonight loads of crazy antics and uh yeah it's been a fun end to the year anything lastly from yourself craig woof <laughs> thank you everyone uh please do go donate if you can and uh, we'll see you in the new year uh, where we will be uh, looking back at this year. We'll be updating our movie vault, checking what we put into there. So catch us in January where we'll be discussing uh, the last uh, half of the year and recapping the year as a whole, all the films we discussed with the likes of Laura, Johan, Katie, uh, Jamie. And we hope to have all of you back in the new year joining us as well. And then, of course, we'll start off with seven. So thank you all once again. Round of applause to everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey guys, Dave here giving you an update on our New Year's fundraiser. We are thrilled to announce that we have smashed our target to £250 and have raised nearly £400 for the RSPCA. We cannot believe how much support we've got from everybody. It's been absolutely fantastic and we're so happy to have smashed our target and yeah, just managed to have raised as much money as possible for the RSPCA, this is such a vital time for them for rehoming animals and helping uh, wildlife and pets in need, especially during hard times and those tough winter months. So please, if you can give anything, uh, please do head over to our Just Giving page. We want to keep going. 
We want to try and uh, reach that £400 new target and see how much more money we can raise in the new year. So remember, go to justgivein.com slash page slash wellgoodmovies and let's raise as much money as we can for the RSPCA.